As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Draw me close to you Never let me go Lay it all down again Do you say that I'm a friend? Good day. The Almighty Creator desires a deep personal relationship with you. If you die as an unbeliever, your spirit will live for a very long time as a disembodied ancestor, spirit, or demon. The Creator has said regarding unbelievers, why would I want someone to spend eternity with me when they do not believe I exist? If you die as a believer without any form of relationship with the Creator, you will end up in the outer darkness, a cold, black, terrible place, with weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth, your teeth, the trash heap of heaven. Father has said concerning such believers, why would I want someone to be close to me in heaven, which inherently means I will give them great prestige and authority if they do not have a deep personal relationship with me and have not proven to me that they can be trusted in this life. In stark contrast, if you make a real effort to seek relationship with the Almighty, the rewards in the life to come are huge. A glorious resurrected body, great prestige, great authority, and a permanent close relationship with the Creator and with Yeshua, who you may mistakenly know as Jesus. To put this all in context, the Almighty has said, I created human beings, this planet and this universe, for men and women to be my friends, my companions, to explore and learn and develop together. My greatest grief is that almost no person understands this, let alone seek such a relationship with me. Today's message is the essence of my message regarding prayer, and it's part three. Overview of the program. We will pick up where we left off last week with daily prayers. We'll outline a prayer for your business, if you have one, or for your employer. We look at prayer for your marital relationship if you have one. We will look at prayer for your ministry and specific prayers for the kingdom of Yah and for those in partnership with you in ministry and or business and prayer for another ministry. We also look at prayer over food that is mirac- miraculously provided. We will look at various other prayers, including the pattern prayer and the close. We will look at the prayers of the covenant meal, communion. We also look at prayers for young believers and also prayers to take people out of your life and directional and defensive prayers. 
I'll present a postscript, the biggest error crippling mature anointed believers. And finally, we will look at the state of your relationship with the Almighty Creator. By way of introduction, who am I? James Robertson. I have a doctorate in engineering and I'm a retired military commander. I now work as an IT project manager. I have over 29 years experience of actively seeking to draw close to the Almighty, following a dramatic encounter with him on the 12th of March 1993 when he spoke to me audibly in a locked room and I knew for certain that he was real. I was confirmed in the Anglican Church at the age of 13 and served as an altar boy for a number of years from the age of 19. Eventually, married to an unbeliever, I became disenchanted with the hypocrisy in the church and backslid to a point where I was not even sure the Almighty existed. In this backslidden state, I embarked on an adulterous affair which, when it ended, left me desperate and suicidal. It was then that the Almighty spoke to me and I realized that my intellect had gotten me into a right mess and I chose to serve him faithfully for the rest of my life. In doing this, I applied my deep-seated aversion to failure born out of an accident in early childhood, coupled to my engineering and military training of rigor and preventing failure, to my seeking of knowledge about Father. This journey led to numerous supernatural experiences, prayers answered, and clear communication with the Creator that forms the basis for what I teach in these programs. What is End Time Issue Ministries? It's the organizational vehicle for delivering my message through email articles, websites, this radio program, physical books, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, SlideShare, and Twitter. What is this program? The Creator desires a deep personal relationship with you. It represents the essence of my message. See the website www.endtimeissueministries.org for more information. That's endtimeissueministries, one word, .org. See also www.relationshipwithcreatorradio.com. Click on the show on the top menu and podcasts on the drop down for previous broadcasts or search on Google or other search engine for quote relationship with Creator Radio. You'll find that there are at least three uh, podcast websites which have uh, an archive of this broadcast. So today's message, continuing 2022-0603, originally recorded or written in 2021-0904, The Essence of My Message Regarding Prayer, Part 3. We pick up where I left off. Starting with daily prayers. So pray for your business if you have one. Father, we thank you for the name of your business. We ask you to bless and prosper the business. We ask you for wisdom to get wealth. We ask you to help us to market and sell effectively that we may come to a place of abundant income where we can live comfortably with funds available for ministry. So it's important to, uh, if you have a business, it's important to bring it before Father. There's obviously much more than you that you can pray. What I've just given you here is just a, a, a starting point. The important thing to realize is that you have to do the work. You have to go out and look for customers. You have to create products or source products, depending on the nature of your business. You have to market. You have to sell. Uh, Father is not going to drop money in your lap. There are isolated instances of miraculous provision in this sort of situation, but that's generally in very specific circumstances, and it doesn't apply to the vast majority of people who are in societies where it is possible for them to make a, an honest living. In prayer for your employer, if you have one, Father, we thank you for the name of the business. We ask you to bless and prosper the business. We ask you for wisdom to get wealth for the owners. We ask you to help me to be an effective employee and help the business to prosper so that we too may prosper. And again, you can go on as appropriate. It's important to understand that if you are working for someone, you are required to submit to those in authority over you. You should not be getting into rebellion against the person or people who employ you. You should not be criticizing and finding fault with them, whether they're believers or unbelievers. 
You should note that if you are a believer, Father will try and place you work-wise with a believing uh, a company owned by a believer in the same way that if you have a, <clears throat> a business, your, your, your own business, Father will try and find you customers who are believers. That's not always going to be the case. It's not necessarily always apparent whether the employer is an, a believer or not. And getting into self-righteousness and judgment and condemning them because they're unbelievers or they don't believe the way you do is rebellion and it's not acceptable in a work situation. Understand that if you do what you're told to do, you will be judged on your obedience. So if your employer tells you to lie, then you lie and you repent to Father, but you say, Father, you told me to submit to those in authority over me. And if it's really bad, well, then you go and find yourself another job. In prayer for your marital relationship, if you have one, Father, we thank you for our relationship. We ask you to bless and prosper our relationship. We ask you to help us to work together effectively in your service that we may qualify to sit on high thrones with you for eternity or whatever your aspiration. See, for example, the demographics of the Kingdom webpage and the Mountain of Relationship webpage. Now, I've used the word marital. In your society, you may call it something different. A sexual life partner relationship, basically. So, you don't have to get legally married to be married in the sight of Father. You've married in the sight of Father, as I explained on on other broadcasts. If a man and woman have sex and the woman is a virgin, uh, that is that is marriage in Father's sight, or equivalent to marriage. Uh, you could use, you could use a different word for it, but basically, marriage as performed in the church is a pagan rite. Uh, marriage or a covenant partnership relationship comes into existence when a man or woman, man and woman, have sex for the first time, assuming that the woman is a virgin. If she's not a virgin and not a widow and not uh, legally divorced in the court of heaven, then it's adultery, it's not a marriage, it's not a life partnership, it's fornication, and you will be judged accordingly. Again, this only applies if you're a believer. If you're not a believer, these things don't matter. You can do what you want. Uh, Father's really not interested in you, quite honestly. Sorry to be brutal about it, but that's the, that's the case. So, uh, again, there's lots more that you can pray. There's a big piece there about uh, man loving his woman as Yeshua loved the body of believers and gave his life for them. Women love um, your your husband and, and so forth. Uh, again, there's a whole lot on, on marriage on the website. In prayer for your ministry, if you have one, and I would note that you should have a ministry. So, Father, we thank you for the name of the ministry. We ask you to bless and prosper the ministry. We ask you to guide us in the service of your people that we can make a dramatic difference on the earth and whatever else is appropriate. I just want to recap the point I just made. Father's intention when you come to belief is that you come wholeheartedly, that you learn quickly. There's a page on the website of what to do when you first believe. Do that, pray that, do those rituals. Get close to Father, get filled with His Spirit. And yes, maybe for a couple of years you will be taught by other mature, more mature believers. But after a few years, Father expects you to set up your own ministry to go out uh, evangelizing or teaching or whatever it is that you're called to do. There is no such thing in Father's plans as people who sit in church for year after year after year, abdicating their responsibility and relying on some pastor or preach, uh, priest or, or rabbi or imam or whatever to lead them, guide them, direct them, etc. One of the, the big traps of certainly the Christian church, and I suspect it 
occurs in other religious uh, groupings is that people get into leadership positions, they become dependent on their flock for money, and uh, then uh, they basically hold people prisoner. And that's not the way Father intended it to be. We we're supposed to be peers and work together. Then specific prayers for the kingdom of Yah. Father, we ask that you will help your servants to pave the way for Yeshua to return in victory at the end of the millennium so that you can have many friends and many more committed believers. We ask you to raise up powerful servants who will initiate revival all around the earth that will last for the millennium and radically change things on the earth. Help us to make a dramatic difference on the earth and so on as appropriate. As I said uh, last week, the prayers that I'm taking you through here are basically prayers that we pray, pray nightly. Uh, and uh, I recommend them as a sort of a minimum set of things that you should pray. And, and, and note that Yeshua is not coming soon. He's coming around about 3,003, uh, so about 981 years from now, but less. And uh, he's waiting for us to make his enemies his footstool. And uh, that's up to us. It's up to, we have to rule and reign on earth for the millennium with the spirit of Yah, the Holy Spirit within us, asking Father for wisdom, asking Father for guidance. We have to take authority over the satanic and demonic realm. We have to restore truth. We need to bring about revivals, etc. Nobody else is going to do it. If you and I don't do it, who's going to do it? Everybody's sitting around waiting for Jesus to return because the satanic and demonic realm have lied, distorted, twisted, manipulated, so that people think that Jesus is coming soon and he's going to fix up the mess, so we don't need to worry about it. Not the case at all. Then specific prayers for those in partnership with us in the ministry of the business. Father, we pray for those who are in partnership with us in the ministry or the business or and the business. We ask you to bless and prosper them, protect them and help them to draw closer to you, Help them to help us to achieve our goals and make a real difference on the earth. There's a whole different way of thinking about things. If you are an employer, Father expects you to deal with those who work for you or those who are in partnership with you in a righteous and upright fashion. You should pray for guidance as far as that's concerned. You should not go into partnership with somebody without really praying into it and making absolutely sure that Father is telling you that it's the right thing to do. Uh, you should not be employing people without significant prayer to make sure that Father is telling you that it's they're the right people to, or the right person or right people to hire. It's so easy to stumble along thinking you're being led, praying a few prayers and hire people, get into partnership with people and then wake up one day to realize that you made a huge mistake. You need to pray carefully. Father, show me if this is the right person to partner with. Please give me a sign. Give me another sign. Get on your knees, fast if necessary. Father, show me if this is the right thing to do, the right person to hire. Don't just rush into it. Really, really serious stuff. Then you could pray for my ministry, Interim Issue Ministries, or for any other ministry you're associated with, or if you feel so led or you feel that you're getting value, benefit from this ministry or any other ministry. Father, we bring name of ministry before you and ask you to bless and prosper them. In particular, we ask you to help them to reach as many people as possible and make this turning around sustainable. We ask you to bless and prosper those who've been touched by the ministry to protect them, help them to draw closer to you, help them to know you're willing to do it, help them to hear your voice and be obedient. Raise up mighty warriors in your service who will initiate revivals around the world. 
And again, pray everything else that seems appropriate. Remember the points that I made in the first broadcast two weeks ago about not being presumptuous, not dictating to Father what he should do. What you're looking for in effective prayer is to give Father permission to move, to exercise his discretion for his will to be done. And you want to just say, Father, I'm here. Use me. Let me do what you want me to do. Guide me in who I partner with. Guide me in who I employ. Guide me in who I work for, etc., etc., etc. Ask him to show you the way. Don't say, Father, I want you to do this and this and this, and Father, then I want you to do that and that and that, and I want so-and-so to come and work for me. Please go and make sure that he comes and works for me, and so on and so forth. <laughs> it's, a, it's really unwise, and um, you're not going to uh, be in Father's good books if you speak to him that way. Uh, and as I said, it's unwise. I mean, you you can get goodness knows what results. He, he may just ignore you. Um, in fact, he probably will just ignore you. Then prayers over food that has been provided by Father. If you're comfortably or financially and provision of food is routine, there is no need to pray. On the other hand, if you're battling financially, if you're living in a part of the world where there's poverty, you're struggling to feed, and money comes in in some way that helps you, or food comes in. Father, I thank you for this food, and I ask you to sanctify it to my body and bless the hands that prepared it in the name of Yeshua. And you can pray more comprehensively than that. I want to stress, if you are really in a situation where you are struggling to get enough food to feed you, to feed your household. There are a number of case studies in the Bible where people who've been short of food have had food miraculously provided. There's the, the case of the uh, widow of Zarephath where Elisha or Elijah, I think it was Elijah, uh, came to her, and there was a famine, and it hadn't rained for three years, and she had a little bit of uh, meal and a little bit of oil left over, and she was gathering a few sticks to make a fire, and she said, well, after this, we're going to die because there's no way I can get any more food. And Elijah, Elijah said, no, uh, give me some of this food, and the f f meal will not run out and the oil will not run out until rain comes. And that was the case. So for something like a year, this little bit of food, just every time they took uh, meal and, and oil out of the containers, it filled up again. And uh, so that is that is available to you. And if that's happening in your life, uh, then uh, it and strong prayers of thanks are called for. Various other prayers that you might consider. Father, I come to you in the name of Yeshua. I confess that I've sinned by and list any sin that comes to mind. I ask you to forgive me in the name of Yeshua. And then where possible, take the bread and wine of the covenant, communion, and pray, pray that. I ask you to teach me your ways. I ask you to lead me that I may live a life pleasing to you. I ask that you may help me that I may overcome to the end. I ask you to speak to me through people, books, magazines, newspapers, TV, radio, email, websites, or in any other way that I'm able to hear you in order to come to a deep personal relationship with you. Um, some of those prayers are, are more appropriate to young believers. And there's obviously other prayers that you can pray, but I'm endeavoring here to give you a, a, an overall set of examples of the sorts of things that it's productive, effective, and pleasing to Father for you to pray. I hear some, well, not so much, but I've heard over the years people praying all sorts of prayer that is ineffective, that achieves nothing. Father has said to me on several occasions over the years, that the vast majority of what people pray on earth is absolutely ineffective, absolutely useless. It achieves absolutely nothing uh, other than it makes you perhaps feel good 
and for him it's it's mostly just plain irritating uh people you know he said to me i'm not a performing seal don't tell him to do things for your pleasure don't tell him to do things because you think they're the right things to do father let your will be done yeshua prayed that's a powerful prayer because father wants the best for you Continuing a few other examples, speak to me through your emissaries or apostles and spokesmen and spokeswomen, prophets and prophetesses, and send them across my path. Be prepared for unusual and sometimes difficult people who may easily offend you. Again, this is primarily for young believers. I ask you to teach me to worship you deeply and draw close to you and be filled with and led by your spirit. Remember that you must always exercise your discretion and your will. I ask you to fill me to overflowing with your spirit and to help me to deal with all issues in my life that are standing between me and the full measure of anointing that you desire me to have. Father, I ask you to give me utterance in prayer to pray whatever it is you want in my life and so forth. So the thing about sending people across your path, it is so that many spokesmen, spokeswomen, emissaries are prophets, prophetesses, apostles, are not the easiest people to get along with. They've Many of them have gone through strong growth paths, difficult situations to get to where they have a deep relationship with Father. And uh, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They, they fall, uh, it's an old saying, they suffer fool, they don't suffer fools gladly. They can be quite uh, dogmatic at times. The thing is to hear what they have to say. If you ask for a father to send somebody to you, remember that it takes a lot of effort to send them across your path and for them to actually do something in your life or speak into your life. Then the pattern prayer. A useful prayer for new believers and weak believers as it covers so many issues. It's the example prayer attributed to Yahshua. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Father says that mature believers should not pray this regularly as it's overused, and most people do not really apply their minds to it because they've learned it by rote. You can take that prayer and uh, pray it line by line and elaborate. Extend the prayer. Pray around the topic. Engage with the prayer. Yeshua didn't intend this as some simplistic little recipe prayer that we pray from rote because we committed to memory when we were five years old in, in nursery school. He wants you to take it. What, is, what does it mean, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven? Do you have any idea what Father's will is? 
whether it's on earth as it is in, you know, whether on earth or in heaven. So you could say, Father, I ask that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Help me to understand your will. Help me to know your will. Help me to pray your will into existence on the earth. And so you can elaborate each of those, each little uh, fragment of that of that prayer to to give you a much richer prayer. And that's the way that it's intended to be used, not uh, just in the way that I just read it out to you. Then in closing your daily prayers, Father, we thank you for your chesed and your chen, which means your love, your loving kindness, your mercy, your grace, your favor. And then amen, uh, so little understood, so widely used. Amen, so be it. Let it be done. Chesed and chen are Hebrew words that are much wider and broader and deeper than the English words love, loving kindness, mercy, grace, favor. So chesed is covenant love, loving kindness, uh, mercy, grace, chen is favor. Um, if you look on the, the website, you'll find... Uh, articles that elaborate on these words and why I recommend them. If you use the Google search on the on the website in the right-hand sidebar, scroll down a bit and look for those words, you'll find bits and pieces about them. Hebrew is a much rounder, more fuller language. So chesed has got a, a much richer meaning than just love, loving kindness. If you look at uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 12, you'll see a definition of chesed, of, of covenant love. Covenant love is the love between yourself and Yah. Uh, if you're a committed believer, if you've taken communion, uh, between yourself and your partner, if you're a man and a woman. Um, so important, folks. Chesed, love, it means I will lay down my life for you. I will do everything I can to make your life pleasing and pleasant. And and it's 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 a it's a very powerful concept. Then the covenant meal, commonly called communion or the sacrament, uh, you should acknowledge the covenant regularly. Take the bread. Father, I recall that on the night that Yeshua was betrayed, he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this as often as you eat it in remembrance of me. I ask it as I partake of this bread, that I may partake in everything that it represents to you, that I may come to fully understand its significance and how it works. Note that whenever you sin, you should confess your sin, Repent and take the bread and wine as symbolizing the sacrifice for sin that was ordained by Yah through Moshe, Moses, and then reinforced and simplified by Yeshua. To better understand this, read the article on the website, Miracle of Yeshua, Jesus' Death. Folks, this is so important. If you are serious about serving Father, you need to commit yourself to living free of sin. If you slip and make a mistake, you go to Father immediately and say, Father, in the name of Yeshua, I confess that I just did this or did that. I repent. I ask you to forgive me in the name of Yeshua. And then at the first opportunity, you get some grape juice or some red wine, uh, uh, some matzahs, unleavened bread or even ordinary bread, and you take the bread and wine and you pray as I've just prayed. Now, as I'll pray in a minute uh, when we talk about the wine. But it's so important to understand the fullness of the covenant of Yeshua. Um, Moshe, Moses laid down rules for forgiveness through the sacrificing of animals by anointed priests. Yeshua came along, fulfilled that, and made a way that you could just take a a uh, piece of bread and a glass of wine or grape juice and uh, receive forgiveness. It's it's uh, wonderful. Um, then take the red grape juice or red wine. Father, I recall that on the night that Yeshua was betrayed, he took the wine and gave it to those who followed him and said, this is my blood of the new covenant shed for you and for many for forgiveness of sin. 
do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. I ask it as I partake of this cup that I may partake of everything that it represents to you, and that I may come to fully understand its significance and how it works and walk in the fullness of the covenant. In particular, I ask you to forgive me all that I've done that I should not have done and all that I've not done that I should have done. I ask you to bring to my remembrance all sins I need to confess and repent of. Once you have a revelation of the covenant, you can apply the blood of the covenant, the red grape juice or red wine, to your forehead, the nape of your neck, right eyebrow, tongue, right earlobe, right thumb and right big toe, and pray for guidance and deliverance. You must pray for the grape juice or wine to represent the blood of the covenant first. Folks, this is so powerful. If you If you do take the bread and wine, you can pray all sorts of the prayers that I've just shared with you within the context of that covenant. Father, I thank you that you supply all my needs according to your riches and glory by the anointing that is upon your show. I thank you that you're my healer, that you're my deliverer, my comforter, counselor, savior, deliverer, friend, and so on and so on. If you've got special requests, you can make those special requests. Folks, Father wants to bless you. Father wants to have a deep personal relationship with you. It's up to you to create the space for him to do that. Get free of sin. That's maybe the biggest single thing that you have to do as a believer is to get free of sin. Then some prayers for young believers, people who've recently come to belief, or people who've walked as traditional, nominal believers who suddenly wake up to the fact that they actually need to get much closer to Father. Father, I ask you to bring the people into my life who can teach me and lead me. I ask you to strip off the old things and create new things in my life. I ask you to open the doors in my life that you want opened and to close the doors that you want closed and so forth. So these are these are directional prayers. They specifically, uh, about a year after I started really serving Father, I prayed, Father, I ask you to bring the people you want in my life, you know, the people you want into my life and take the people you don't want in my life out. In the next year or so, um, he took one of my business partners out. He took one of my staff out. Uh, he took uh, my wife out. Uh, and each time he showed me how these people had been doing things that were prejudicial to me. Uh, they're powerful prayers. Don't just pray them willy-nilly. But you also need to be sensitive. If, if Father tells you that you're married to the wrong person, and that they're actually sabotaging you and betraying you, you're still going to have to go through the process of going for divorce, etc. And if you're a Christian in a Christian church and in a lot of societies, you're going to find a lot of opposition if Father has told you to get divorced. So just uh, don't be naive about it. I was very naive with, with my first divorce. So you can ask, for guidance in just about any way, particularly in the first year or two after you come to strong belief. Father, help me, guide me. I don't know what to do in this situation. Please show me what to do. But you also need to be prepared to fast and pray and spend hours praying, get on your knees and pray for an hour at a time, uh, worship daily, etc. Spoke about taking people out. I ask you to bring the people you want in my life into my life and take the people you do not want in my life out. As I said, be prepared for all sorts of people to leave your life. Uh, I've just shared with you that. Recognize that in some situations you will need to act. I will show you that there's a problem and the person is not suitable to have a new life. But you may have to take action such as divorce, dismissal, etc. Only do this once you've prayed repeatedly for confirmation and guidance. Other times, Yah may arrange things that the other person takes themselves out, and he may show you in the process why they're leaving. This can be quite shocking. That said, if Yah does not want someone in your life, then no matter how hard it is, you need them out. He knows much better than you do what is best. I think it's... Uh, if you've come from a traditional, nominal, notional religious background, the possibility of praying prayers like this may not ever have occurred to you. The key thing is to come to an understanding that you really don't know 
who is a suitable life partner, who is a suitable business partner, who is a suitable employee. And if you've blundered into these things, either before you came to belief or as a nominal believer who didn't realize that you needed to pray about these things and, and deal with them, you may have to unwind and unpack a whole bunch of stuff to get to the right place with Father. Then directional and defensive prayers. Help me to accurately discern the leading of your spirit. Help me to see what you want me to see. Help me to hear what you want me to hear. Help me to think what you want me to think. Help me to speak what you want me to speak. Help me to write in contract or write in covenant with my hand what you want me to write in covenant. Help me to walk, go with my feet where you want me to walk. Speak to me through whatever medium I'm able to hear you through books, magazines, newspapers, emails, radio, TV, recordings, emails, websites, any other medium. When necessary, send people or messengers, in other words, angels, across my path to speak to me. And all of the above, it is up to you to be sensitive and discern that Yah is answering your prayers. I've had situations, I had, for example, once way back, um, I'd asked Father some questions, and I was in London on business. I, I was living in Johannesburg, South Africa at that stage. And uh, I was in a taxi going to my hotel, and uh, as I was going past a bookshop, uh, I think it's called Foils, Father said to me, you need to go there. There's a book that you need. So I went back there a, a day or two later, and he led me to the, I think it was the third floor, and he led me to the antiquities department, and he led me to a specific bookcase. And then I ran my hands along the books, and eventually he said, that's the one. Took it off the bookshelf, I opened it, and there was the answer to a question that I'd asked him several years previously. So that's the sort of thing that's possible. But you need to be sensitive to him. It would have been easy for me not to have gone back to the bookshop. Sh it would have been easy for me not to have prayed enough and, and been in a position where he could guide me. I've had a number of experiences like that. And uh, if you're really working hard at getting close to Father, spending an hour or two a day praying, spending an hour or two a day reading about him and his ways, an hour or two a day worshipping, you will get to a place where you have those experiences, but it's not trivial. Father will not steamroller you into anything or force your hand. If you do not want to listen or for some reason you're unable to listen, he will not force you. It's up to you to be sensitive and obedient and seek clarification, confirmation, and further guidance as you grow in relationship with him. Do not ask for Yah to send other people to you unless you're willing to be obedient to what he arranges. Failing this, you'll open yourself up to judgment. It's a major logistical exercise in most cases for Yah to arrange the life of another person to meet up with you. When it happens, be appropriately grateful to Yah and be attentive to what Yah has to say to you through that person. As a spokesman or prophet of Yah, I'm constantly disappointed by the extent to which people, when confronted with a spokesperson or prophet or prophetess, takes what that person says lightly and frequently goes out and does exactly the opposite of what Yah has said through the prophet. I've, I've certainly had experiences where I've seen very clearly Father shown me in the spirit that a person needs to do a certain thing. I've said to them, I believe Father is saying to you, you should do A, B, C, D, and they go off and they do X, Y, Z. And then they end up in a, in a huge mess, and then they get cross with Father. But if you're going to pray the sort of prayers that I've been talking about for the last uh, 40 minutes or so, 35 minutes, um, you need to be willing to be sensitive. You need to be willing to, to flow with it. So that's all for today. Um, I will continue this teaching next week. As a postscript, I've mentioned before the biggest error crippling believers. As a codicil to this article, please read the article, Biggest Error Crippling Mature Anointed Believers on the website. I want to start by saying you are not a glove puppet. Yah is not going to take control of your life in the way that so many people teach and believe. 
God created you to take dominion over the forces of darkness and to chart your own course. He will help you. He will teach you. He will answer your questions. But at the end of the day, you have to exercise your intellect. You have to exercise your will and put into practice what he shares with you to do. He is not manipulating you. He's not going to just direct you and take charge of your life and take I prayed that for many years I was seriously mistaken on that point I was taught that in the early days after I came to actively serving him and I took that on board and it took me many many years to come to a realization that it just doesn't work that way in the process I made a, a lot of very foolish mistakes you created you to exercise your intellect and your ability to survive and thrive on earth not for him to live your life for you you will determine your destiny. You will determine your destiny when you die. It's a function of what you choose to believe and choose to do and how well you do it. So prosperity requires that you work hard, sensibly and effectively in order to earn your living. This is a big one, folks. There is widespread error in most religious groupings that it is possible to get to a place where Father takes over your life and lives it for you. No. If you're in ministry, he will help you in certain aspects of that ministry, and in those certain aspects, he may take charge. But in terms of how you live your life, the commercial side of the ministry, in other words, how you earn your living, etc., how you manage your people, it's up to you. So I want to ask you, what is the state of your relationship with the Almighty Creator? I'd like to ask you to critically examine where you are relative to Him. Do you talk to Him constantly throughout the day and allow Him to lead you in every possible way? Are you conscious of Him at all times? Do you worship Him at every opportunity? Do you count Him your friend? Have you clearly and unambiguously heard Him call you friend? If not, you're failing in your life purpose, and you will be bitterly disappointed when you die. Folks, I can't stress this enough. Father was lonely. His name is Yah, the eternally self-existing, or his name is Yah, and his designation is eternally self-existing. He's always been here, and he was lonely, and he decided to create intelligent beings with the ability to make decisions with the ability to exercise discretion to be his friends. He created the whole universe, the solar system, this planet Earth, the animals, the plants, so that you and I could be his friends. If you are not his friend, if you have not actively heard him say to you, you are my friend, at a level that you have absolutely unshakable conviction that he has said to you that you are his friend. You have missed out on the only reason that you exist, which is to be his friend. So wrapping up some key documents and a video on the main menu of the website, a compendium of important articles, video on why seek relationship, the miracle of Yeshua's death, the Creator desires a deep personal relationship with you. Seven components in drawing close to the Creator. Recommended worship. The Creator's name is Yah, the eternally self-existing. Where will you spend eternity? The essence of my message to Christians, to Muslims, to Jews, to other religions. All available at www.endtimeissueministries.org. That's endtimeissueministries, one word, .org. Transcripts of nearly all teachings in this series are available on the website at the bottom on the radio page. Recordings of nearly all of the teachings broadcast so far are available on the radio page, and they're all available at relationshipwithcreatorradio.com or Google, search on Google or another search engine for Relationship with Creator Radio. And there's at least three podcast websites where you'll find the back issues. Books constituting a compilation of most writings published since 1998 until May 2019 are available near the bottom of the menu at the compilation of most writings page. I publish regular email articles. Email me on james at endtimeissueministries.org. That's J-A-M-E-S at endtimeissueministries, one word, dot org. 
to be added to the list or to seek counsel or prayer or give me feedback. Visit the website and use the Google search article keyword cloud table of contents and article search to locate the information you're looking for. The Google search and the article search are in the um, right-hand sidebar. Scroll down a couple of screen pages. Um, the keyword cloud is on the bottom of most web, uh, most pages on the website. The table of contents is in the right-hand sidebar near the bottom. Uh, and there's also separate web pages for both of those. Folks, there's a huge amount of information available, uh, over 2,400 articles, uh, over 1,000 web pages. You should find answers to a lot of your questions there. The Google search is particularly useful. In closing, thank you for listening. Please send me your questions to james at endtimeissueministries.org. Please email me to join the mailing list at james at endtimeissueministries.org. If you decide to draw close to the Almighty, please let me know, and I can connect by Skype, Zoom, email, or telephone so that I can help you with your journey. I hope to connect with you again next week when I will continue to explore how to become a friend of the Creator. Work with me to make a way for Yeshua to return in victory at the end of the millennium and make his enemies his footstool. Folks, to round off, I cannot stress enough, you were created to be a friend of the Creator. It does not matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your religion is today. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It doesn't matter what mistakes you've made in the past. You can be tall or short, fat or thin, educated or uneducated, rich or poor, black or white, African, Asian, European, Indian, whatever. You can be Christian, Jewish, Muslim, Baha'i, Hindu, whatever. It doesn't matter. Father wants you to become his friend. There's plenty of material on the website, in the podcast archives, to help you to get there. Drop me a line on james at endtimeissueministries.org and I will be delighted to help you. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Cheerio. Bye.